0: Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge
1: on the team. And joining us right now the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line, the coach of the 23rd-ranked Colorado Mesa men's basketball team, Mike DeGeorge. Good morning, Mike. Morning, Jim. Congratulations on another impressive win, another impressive road win. Uh, this has been quite a gauntlet. Maybe one of the more challenging regular season uh, stretches you've had since taking over the Maverick men. You go and and beat uh, number twenty three Black Hills State, hand them their first loss of the season. Then you go to Fort Lewis last Friday. There's the number twelve team in the nation. No big deal, right? And you get the win, at, which is always a difficult place uh, in Durango. Uh, very impressive the way your team has played on the road the last couple of weeks.
0: Yeah, we've certainly, uh, you know, taken this challenge of this road trip on, and and uh, we're kind of at the last stage of it. And quite frankly, we're we're running on two and zero. So hopefully, we've got enough to put one more good effort together.
1: When you go back to that game at Ford Lewis, where uh, Trevor Baskin, who was named the Armac Defensive Player of the Week, he had uh, 15 rebounds, but he had uh, 14 of those were defensive boards uh, to garner that honor. That honor, just a, a really big night for for Trevor Baskin, getting the double double.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I mean, so many of those rebounds were like, we just didn't have great positioning in there because we got caught in rotation or whatever, and Trevor just went up above the rim above everybody and just snagged it off the rim as it was coming off, and so those were really like uh, possession-changing rebounds, a lot of those, so they really did impact the game dramatically, and, uh, you know, he had a big big game on the glass, and then also, you know, he made did force it a few times with the whole group there. Yeah, we had a lot of turnovers, Um but overall, he had a great offensive night and defense night for us.
1: And we also have to talk about Blaze Threat, who not too long ago was named the Armac Offensive Player of the Week. 21 points, really good night, Mike, shooting uh, 10 of 16 from the field, and that one against the Skyhawks for Blaze.
0: Yeah, we've kind of found this formula where we're really defending at a higher level, and I thought we just did an unbelievable job as a team against Fort Lewis, because uh, they're just so talented offensively, we really contested all their shots, and and didn't let their quickness, uh, you know, break us down. And, and so that was awesome. And then, uh, you know, the ball's moving way better on offense for the most part, and it's not sticking with guys as much. Uh, particularly, I go back and I'll watch the game, the last year's game against the teams that were about to play. And when you watch the games last year, the ball just moved so much slower. We had way less action within our offense. And we kind of have this sense that let's get the ball moving, we'll break them down. If we don't, we got blazed. Can go make a play for himself or somebody else at the end of the clock. So having that kind of a lead guard that can go make a play for you uh, is kind of reassuring for everybody uh, that we don't need to get stuck in isolation mode and and try to make a play individually. We can do it collectively, and then and we got him to bail down if we need it.
1: CMU Men's Basketball Coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. You've won ten straight, and and during the stretch, like nine out of the nine of the eleven games that you've uh, played in recently. You've shot fifty point nine percent from the field, and so making more than half of your field goal attempts. I mean that that's been a big part of this run is how efficient you've been on the offensive end.
0: Yeah, and again, it kind of goes back to that ball moving. We're just we got good athletes, we got good players at every position, and so if we just get the defense moving, the guys have done a good job recognizing when somebody has that big advantage to take uh, to, to exploit, and uh, rather than just letting the defense be whole and us trying to break them down. Um, you know, with no advantage gained. And, and so that gets, it has become a bigger and bigger part of our offense. We've seen our percentages go up significantly.
1: And I think one of the things, too, against the Skyhawks, uh caught got his, the leading score in the conference, 22 points. Actually held him two under his average for the season. But nobody else in double figures, that was uh, crucial in that win.
0: Yeah, and I thought we did a really nice job on him. We got called for three fouls on him and shooting threes. Um, and if it wasn't for those three, and I, I – Two of them were definitely with the third one I didn't see. But, you know, he's just so hard to contest. But, you know, we just wanted him to be aggressive with him and really force him to just fade. He's got this incredible step back to his left hand that, if he, you know, if he goes left, which is weird because he's right-handed and gets to a step back, he just is, is so efficient at shooting that three uh, with range. And we just really worked on trying to take that away from him. Um, and, you know, I thought the guys did a good job of that. And it wasn't a real efficient night for him. Um, I think he had had quite a few shots still. And so other than those free-throw attempts, I thought we did a pretty good job on him. And then everybody else, we just really wanted to be an aggressive rotation team and force him to beat us off the dribble and make that extra pass, uh, something they haven't done consistently this year.
1: Kyle Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the Team Sports Network. Mavericks uh, play out Westminster tonight. It's a Westminster team that uh, right now is 5-8 and eight in conference, 6-13 and 13 overall. Uh, Trey Ferrier for them, Mike, uh, one of the leading scorers in the conference at almost 18 points per game. Uh, they also have uh, Taylor Miller that's uh, about 11.5 points per game. When you look at uh, you know offensively, they're averaging 72 points per game. Outside of those two guys, uh, maybe a couple of the players that uh, certainly you want to limit what they can do tonight when you take on the Griffins.
0: Yeah, so you know everything kind of centers around them for Alon Farrell. He's a you know very bouncy, low post player that can uh, do a lot of things. He's a Division One transfer from the Utah Valley and uh, has been putting up big numbers for him, and really kind of helped. The last couple of years, he's been just really sound defensively, as they always are, and they just have struggled to find that offense. And so he kind of is that offensive spark that gets the guys going. And then where are they going to get that second score from? Um, Taylor Miller's been playing great. The last uh, the last few weeks, and then they got a couple of different wings. Avellu is a guy that can really beat you with his athleticism, and then Dowdell is a transfer from BYU who's a great three-point shooter. And if he gets, he's had games where he's gotten going. Uh, and if he sees his first one go in, he's likely to hit four or five. So uh, you know, it's 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 really this balance between trying to handle their low post play. Uh, but if we get so focused on that, and they get that second or third score, uh, that's really when they've had big nights offensively.
1: I think for Westminster too they're uh, one of the uh lower percentage uh, teams in regard to free throw percentage this season and so they haven't got they don't get to the line a ton and when they get there they they're not particularly efficient at the free throw line.
0: Yeah, they've had an interesting year. Their uh their numbers kind of across the board are all average and we were talking to our team about that is like don't be fooled by that because you know they're one in ten, I think now at on the road, but they're a very good home team. So whatever the numbers are, if they work out average, that means they're pretty done good at home because they have not been very good on the road this year. So uh, you know free throw shooting and three point shooting and all that stuff at home just is way easier. And um, you know and you're always going to get a few extra calls at home just because the impact the crowd has. And so um, you know you just got to be ready for a team that's going to play at a really high level, which they have at home all year.
1: I know during stretches last year, I mean, your team played exceptional, obviously, to get to the uh, South Central Region uh, finale against Black Hills State. But this year, I mean, this has been a special season you put together with, with 10 straight wins, beating two you know top 15 opponents on the road that yeah, I, I know you probably don't like to compare seasons. But because uh, the ultimate goal is to get where you were last year against Black Hills State and even farther in the NCAA Division II tournament but uh, in comparison to last year these are some some pretty big moments with this winning streak and and considering what like i said what you've had to do go on the road and beat a couple of uh you know two top 15 teams it's been been an impressive stretch mike
0: yeah it, it really has been i've been really impressed with just how much growth we've had since that kind of bad opening weekend we put ourselves in such a hole to open the weekend the open conference for two losses at home and you know really proud of how this group has come together and you know, we kind of got exposed for some weaknesses that weekend and they didn't make excuses. They've embraced, you know, what the changes we needed to make and they've made them and the has us playing at a way higher level than we were earlier. And I mean, Jim, as you know, ultimately in basketball, your season comes down to how you play at the end of the year. And so, you know, uh, right before COVID yet, and I think it says 1920, you know, that team played at a really high level at the end of the, of the season to, to win the conference tournament. Um, and then, you know, uh, last year we made a similar kind of run in the NCAA tournament, and uh, so. But I, I, think this team is probably playing better than any team we've had since we've been here at this point in the season, and I, you know, I'm hoping, and I think we have got another level to get to too, which is pretty exciting for the end of the year if we can keep getting better.
1: Yeah, fourth in the conference right now, ten and two, tied with Fort Lewis. You have the advantage because you you beat them down there last Friday. The other team that you beat, Black Hill State, they're in second. And Mines, a school of Mines is still on the horizon uh, for the Mavericks on the schedule. Focus is tonight, though, Westminster, and we'll have it on the team. Women's pregame at 445. They tip it at five men at 7 o'clock tonight. And, And, Mike, one final thing. It's kind of a unique weekend with playing Fort Lewis on Friday, Off Saturday, Sunday, now you play tonight on a Tuesday with Western coming to your place on Saturday. It's a chance to maybe, it's like I said, it's a unique weekend. It's not a Friday, Saturday. A chance to maybe catch a little bit of a a breather for your basketball team.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got to get through tonight, and then we'll take uh, tomorrow off and uh, hopefully kind of regroup with three home games. I mean, if we can get through, we told the team, like, if you can just get these next four before we start this road trip, you know, we're going to be back in the hunt, and then we have six of nine at home, and then, you know, Black Hills and Fort Lewis and Mines all have a lot of games with each other still, and we just have the one game with Mines remaining of those top four. So tonight is just a huge night for us, and it'll be a big challenge.